I want me some glory hope. Football Glory Hole Recap Podcast for Week Nine of the 2023 NFL season. I'm your host, Bo Stevenson. I'm joined as always here on the Sports Patio by my good buddy Longhorn. All right, boys and girls, you know how we do it. We're about to get into the good, the bad, and the hard. Fucking hit it! And now it's time for the good. Oh, that's good. That's good! Well, that's just fucking great! That's just fucking great! The bad! Is this bad? Is this bad? Well, that's fucking not good. And the are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it, are you fucking with me? Boys and girls, and as always, we start off with the good and the good last week. Well, plenty of good, plenty of good. Us overall, yet another winning week. Two and two in college, two and one in the NFL. Yeah. That's four and three. That's another unit, Longhorn, and just stacking units. That is the whole goal this time of year. Just positive unit after positive fucking unit. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a nice four and three. Take that unit and move on. All right, inside of that, NFL free pick hit the Chiefs minus one and a half. Uh, Longhorn gave it out on the podcast. We gave it out to the clients. I had it in my contest. Uh, to me, that was the easiest call of the week. Mm-hmm. Look, this really wasn't even a game until the refs got involved, which, look, that's going to happen in a standalone game. Two big-name teams, international <clears throat> game. They do need it to stay entertaining. I'm not saying the NFL is rigged as far as wins and losses are concerned. There's too much money involved for that. However, look, man, NFL knows they've got the same data we have, the same data that Vegas has. They know that if a team is capable of making a game competitive, they know exactly how to give them a little bit of an edge to get it back to competitive. Now, no matter what they do, let's say if the Panthers are playing the Chiefs, short of literally tripping Travis Kelsey on every play or shooting Patrick Mahomes in the face, they, you know, that's what they'd have to do to make that competitive. But the team like Miami, you know, it's pretty simple. You call a couple penalties on third down conversions by the Chiefs, bring them back, and you give a couple penalties when Miami doesn't quite get the third down, you know, and that's kind of how Miami got, but it is how Miami got back in the game. But at the end, I mean, Kansas City really kind of went to sleep after halftime, and they woke up a little bit at the end, but they still never really scored. So I don't know. It, I think the book is out, Longhorn, on Miami as far as, you know, what they are and what they're not. I think they're a very good team. I think they have their place in the NFL. Uh, It looks like, you know, barring a Buffalo resurgence, they still should win that division. 
Uh, but they're not going to have home field advantage at any point, and we've seen them on the road, and we've seen them on the road against a good team. There are three good teams now, and it hasn't worked out for them. So I think it is what it is, and you use them how you use them, and you handicap them accordingly, in my opinion. Hey, you just don't – I mean, just take the <clears throat> fucking close games and use them. If it's a close game and a close line, then it's perfect teacher situation – I took KC minus one and a half. I took Miami plus seven and a half, and I fucking middled the shit out of it. So, I mean, just use it. Use the NFL wanting there to be close games in two teams that are, uh, you know, relatively thought of as close. So just, you know, use it against them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just simply what you got to do. You, they're not going to let that game get to be a runaway either way. So the teaser was fucking perfect there. Great call on that. Uh, another great call on. Wait, do I have something else? Oh, so I did have – so I looked over their schedule, and, man, they've got here, – here's where Miami is, what they're facing. The good news for them is they only have three more teams that we would all consider to be good playoff caliber teams on their schedule. The bad news is those three teams are the last three weeks of the season – so they will, I think it's, I had it written down. So the last three get, yeah. So they host the Cows and the Bills. And in between that, they're at the Ravens. So, you know, mm. it's literally going to all come down to that last game, probably in the finale of them hosting the Bills on maybe who see who, see who wins that division. But man, that, I mean, basically just becomes an AFC East championship game, kind of college style at that point. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, let them boat race people in the middle, and then they're, they'll be inflated because the public will have seen how good they look, and how many points they score, and then we get you know right back to right back to the value on the other side when they come go down to the home stretch. You think they? You think they're laying three when the Cowboys come to town? Well, Cowboys are going to Miami. Yeah, I mean, if they boat race a bunch of people until in, then, then yeah. Give me the cows. <laughs> yeah, well, duh. I mean, we've <laughs> books out on, on Miami. You can, you can bet against it if you want, but it's it's pretty clear as of right now what they are. Yep. All right, uh, Danger Zone. My buddy hit that on Chicago. Um, I, like a million other people, had New Orleans and Survivor this week. Mm-hmm. And even though they caused five turnovers, they literally <laughs> barely fucking survived <clears throat> that game. Oh, we both said it on the podcast. This was just way too many fucking points. The adjustment was just fucking, it was way too much. And, I mean, dude, five turnovers, and you can't cover against that shit-ass team. That was a pathetic fucking performance by New Orleans. I don't fucking care that they won. I don't care that I survived. That was fucking pathetic. Yeah, man, Saints are a weird team to me, like, you know, players on the field on both sides, they should be way better. And they've actually kind of figured out their little red zone issues that they've been having. You know, Carr has just been god awful, you know, inside the 20 in, in the red zone and really throughout his career. They've kind of fixed that problem with the whole Taysom Hill thing because he's, he's just coming in and either throwing or running or using that little, you know, the little RPOs with Kamara and like they've kind of figured that out, but and yet still. Getting five five turnovers and figuring that out, and they barely I don't know they're just a weird team, and I, they're on the I still can't trust list um, because they should have boat raced this team with the advantages they got on the field, and they 
Didn't even cover. So, I don't know. Well, here's what they haven't figured out. You got Taysom Hill, who I don't know, actually plays quarterback. And everybody, the Vogue thing is to, you know, do the fucking shove play on fourth and one. Yet on fourth and one to ask the game, who do they leave in to take the snap and do the quarterback sneak? Derek fucking Carr. And, and he hurried. doesn't get it. And they did it, and they were rushing to do it. It was, you know, they're just—they're not a well-coached team. Like the coach sucks. It, it's very obvious they're, they don't—they're just not a very buttoned-up team. They're—they're not—and they're just you not. Know, you know what else is also clear to me now after all these years, and now seeing this in two different situations. I used to kind of—I used to give Carr the the Raider pass, kind of, you know, just because shit happens in Oakland or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's just—he's stupid. He's a stupid person. That's just that's the bottom line to it. He's a dumb quarterback. Possible. Very possible. All right, moving on. Uh super contests. Good weeks for both of us. I went four and one. Longhorn's currently three and one. Hoping for the four and one. We'll see mm-hmm. how tonight turns out. And that stupid fucking uh, Zach Wilson to pull his head out of his ass. But yeah, it's looking like a three and two for me. Still a great week. Any week any winning week is a great fucking week. Mm-hmm. Uh also like my picks so much, I put them in a five-team round robin, so four and one on an NFL round robin. Oh, man. Holy shit, what a weekend. Uh, you know, it's honestly, it's really just humbling when things go this well. You know, you grind and grind and grind. And when things go your way, it really makes all the work uh, fucking worth it. So just yeah, you, you had the easiest. I've never seen an easier four and one in my life. Uh, it, it was very, very sweat free. I had yeah, to be there honest. was nothing. There was nothing. Like even the loss that the we lost both... was sweat free. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I lost even that the, one. We shared the loss. Well, you'll get to that later. But yeah, yeah. even the, even the loss was just like, all right, well, fucking, there's nothing there. All right, so we talked about Kansas City. Also had <clears> Las Vegas <throat> minus one and a half. Uh, you know, the theory there, other than the buckets and the numbers, were was the new coach bounce. I didn't know that Jimmy G wasn't playing when we talked about that pick on the podcast, but. I got even more excited about it when I found out he wasn't playing, and it made it. A, that was that's what locked it in, honestly, for me. The Giants are an awful. We like to talk good on the good part, but they're an awful yeah. football team. The coach looks fat and confused at all <laughs> fucking times. Mm. Uh, but like I said, Bad this is combo. the good section, though. So Longhorn, what did you think about uh, the kiddo O'Connell and uh, kind of the new look the Raiders had on offense there? Um. I honestly didn't see a whole lot of new look, especially on offense. They just play a little freer. And Jacobs, for whatever reason, he's been bottled up most of the year. He kind of went off there um, last week against um, the Giants, which, you know, the Giants have been playing some pretty good defense lately, so that was a little surprising. But when you have that shot of energy and just that weight lifted off your shoulders and everybody's playing more free, sometimes – it's it's obviously a great spot. It was a great call. And every one of your wins that you had easily, I also had, you know, personally, except for the, the Baltimore. So that was a really good call by you. I didn't have Seattle because you were so strong on the other side. But all your wins I had myself. Why I didn't put them in the contest, I don't know. But, but uh, yeah, they looked – O'Connell's okay. You know, he's okay. He, he looks like a – he looks like a guy that's just now starting to play that, that you know, he, he is on a career um, – you know, backup slash part-time start, like Colt McCoy career path. It's kind of, that's that's what he looks like so far. Yeah, he had, he made some really good throws, and he made some other throws that were not so great. Um, so I agree with that. 
I think the Jacobs thing, and it, <clears throat> the most telling thing to me on the Jacobs part of it, and I heard a stat going into the game, which made me like it even more, if my theory was going to be right that they were going to come out with more energy, his yards after contact uh, had decreased by like 70% from mm-hmm. last year to this year, which – Boys and girls, that is nothing but fucking effort. When you talk about after contact, because like I said, before contact, that's your, you know, that's your scheme, that's your offensive line, that's this, that's that, whatever, passing game helping you out, blah, 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 blah. But after contact, that is literally effort by the running back. The dude is a monster. He doesn't go down on first contact. And this year he was going down like his name was fucking Zeke Elliott. I mean, as soon as you breathed on that motherfucker, he was falling over. Yeah. And yesterday <laughs> he did not do that. And again, that just went along with it. And if you get that kind of – if you get his normal effort, this offense, I said on the podcast, it has too much talent to be this bad at scoring the ball. Now, they're not a great offense. They're not going to be a great offense. But, I mean, dude, you've got Adams out there. You've got Renfro, which, by the way, Renfro went from non-existent, completely non-existent to, I don't know, being the guy he's been his first three, four years in the <laughs> league. Every third down was third and Renfro again. Every little slot play, he was, you know – yeah, that that one was a big that was a big change, not a, not necessarily change because he's been out there with Garoppolo, but they just whatever, weren't a mix, man. They yeah, were not for whatever a fit reason. At all. Now I will say there might be some, you know, usually this this coaching change it might be a one game, two game bump. Yeah, and it's then, usually like a dead cat bounce type. Deal. But I will say there might be some legs to this because of, just simply because of the uh, the defense was flying around, it was it looked better than it's looked in a long, long time. Um, so you know, maybe it's only two games, maybe it's three. Um, it will fade eventually, obviously, but um, I wouldn't be yeah, looking. I wouldn't be looking team. to fade them immediately. You know, I, I, I just wouldn't be looking to fade them immediately next week for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of pick that we both did have in the contest, that was Cleveland, uh, and so did they were the second most selected team. So a lot of people had Cleveland. Yeah, but, but we like only before. only a third. Like, uh, there's 1,300 people in our contest, and like, only a I guess it's a third basically that that had that pick. Yeah, which you know that's I mean, shocking. But I I hate when that situation happens when we really like something, and then all this news breaks and it fucking goes way beyond what we were ever. <clears throat> No. You know, liked it for it. It usually does not work out well for us. I was not excited, but there was no fucking way I was taking it out. So, what were your thoughts on the Browns versus just the corpse of a team that is Arizona at this point? I mean, that's just unfair. My my thought watching the game until until I just gave up about halfway through the third quarter and just said, okay, there's no no need to even watch this more. My thought watching it was like, this is just not fair. This is an unfair, uncompetitive matchup and in the and in the NFL you really don't see that a whole lot you know these teams all get paid they all have salary you know they're all paying up to basically the salary cap the same but that was like mercy like just get get me out of here and and you know hopefully nobody gets hurt um but yeah that was a complete annihilation and Watson, you know, I was watching him. He didn't look like he had a clue at the beginning of the game, and he still makes stupid ass throws. And the ball just comes out of his hand wrong too many times for a quarterback that's that as talented as he is. But also, <clears throat> my God, like that guy, he will fucking throw a laser and tattoo a receiver thirty yards down the field. Like, like he he shows those little glimpses of holy shit sometimes. So. Um, 
I don't know, interesting team going forward. If Watson can settle, just like what we said in the preseason, if he can settle in and just be average, then they might have a little something going here. So we'll keep keep an eye on those Cleveland Browns going forward. Yep, and Arizona, I mean, I don't know when the next situation would is going to come up when they're going to be, you know, a play-on team. I think it's going to be a minute. Uh, well, we'll see if Kyler plays. Yeah, that's true. That that would be a big bonus if he comes back. But without him, you know, you're trying to catch a fallen knife at this point, and that just er, – everything – it was all the way down to the fact that um, who with Dobbs got traded from Cleveland right after the preseason to Arizona because they needed a quarterback. <clears throat> and then yeah. this was supposed to be the week that – not really – it's not a revenge, but at least he's got knowledge of the offense. He could help the coaching staff, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, nah, we'll take a fucking six-round pick instead. Fuck this. <laughs> so that right there told every player in that locker room, like, these motherfuckers <clears throat> don't give a fuck about this game. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of quit going on over there. In Ar- yeah, they, they have to have a bump or – yeah, they're something's got to change. Yeah, they're there to play off. Team. And it will. It will. I mean, it's a lot – dude, we're – this is the halfway point, boys and girls. We got a long fucking way to go. You can't just say, "Oh, I, every play, every team that plays Arizona, I'm just, I'm gonna fucking fade them. I'm just laying the wood every week." I mean, you could do that and for a while. probably for a while. be more successful than not for a little bit. But eventually, they are professionals, like you said, and they are gonna come back and start covering some spreads. Eventually. Well, they play at home against Atlanta next week. That'd be a good spot to go ahead and put Kyler in if they actually if want they to want to do that. Right. Right. All right, uh, Longhorn had Cincy in the contest. This was, uh, my opinion, his easily his best call of the week. Look, I was 50-50 at best in that game, and I leaned Buffalo and said so on the podcast. I am very glad that I stayed away from that and kept it out of my contest. It was in the mix for my fifth game. So happy that it didn't make it in. But, uh, Longhorn, what were your thoughts on your Bengals there? Yeah, this, see, this is one of those things where just because of the way that I – handicap you know like this was never ever gonna be out of my con like this is joe burrow at home on a surging team against a team that's just flailing like this and i know a lot of people were on buffalo and not just you but a lot of people were on buffalo it, i never even cried i never had an ounce of doubt you know just this is just one of them spots you take it's like a brady it's like like people are picking people are pick against brady a lot and it's like why why are you doing that like, you know, I know Joe Burrow's look, they've looked bad early in the year, but they're not anymore. They're good now. Burrow's perfectly healthy. He's back to being Burrow. The defense is showing a little bit. They're starting to come together with those younger players that we talked about in the preseason. They had a lot of young players, especially on that back end. That coordinator's starting to figure it out. Like, since he, and, I, and it's going to kill me because, because that game, I've got a Buffalo over season ticket and a Cincy under season ticket. Okay, so so that's gonna that game right there was a double whammy, kill me. But it doesn't matter. Like that that was a never doubt game. You know, much like Kansas City should have been a never doubt game and and put them in the contest. Never a doubt on Joe Burrow at home in prime time against uh, fucking Josh Allen. So. Yep, great call there. Uh, I had Baltimore in the contest and in my round robin. Easily, that, easily your best call. Yeah, I know Longhorn was against me on that one. But like I said, man, it was the same handicap I had the week before against Seattle, and it was just really a handicap against Seattle. And I know I didn't get the win on Cleveland that week, but the handicap was clearly correct, and you don't throw out 
a clearly correct handicap just because you don't get the result you were looking for. Like, I know it sounds kind of retarded, but Whoa. you can't just let this business be results based. Like, retarded. 100%. Like, you can't do that. Sometimes you just fucking lose. You you lose good bets. You win bad bets. I mean, shit happens. The important thing is you learn from both. If you went on a bad bet, you just say, thank you very much. I won't do that again. And then try to learn and go better. If you lose on a good bet, you can't get discouraged, man. If that situation presents itself again, I just got lucky enough that it was ex- literally they're playing the exact same team, just a better version the very next week. So that was pretty – was. That was probably my easiest call of the whole week to me. Um, you know, you took a huge plus EV situation, matchup-wise, plus the numbers, plus the buckets. I mean, it, it really didn't get any – that was my easiest call of the week. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't lose a dime on, on Seattle, so that that's good. Um, well, I didn't but, bet Buffalo either. <laughs> right, yeah, so that's good. So um, that's, that's, that's how it's supposed to work when you have two people doing handicapping two different ways. That's really the whole point. So it's a good thing that we're working it out like that. All right. Uh, I do want to mention this because I know Longhorn puts these out on Monday nights. So I want to get his, his kind of just give him a little bit to explain – his theory on how he does it, but I actually hit a same-game parlay on Thursday night uh, with the Tides and Steelers. The late Levis interception sealed <laughs> the deal for me on that one. It was plus 1,100, so it was a good hit for me. I just had such a great fucking week. Um, yeah. Longhorn, these these things can be very profitable, man. I'm honestly surprised on how easy these books are making it to put together. I know it's because they're very it's a very popular thing that everybody's doing. And I know they're making, it's like the fucking penny slots. They're making money hand over fucking fist. They don't give a fuck mm-hmm. if they give away a little bit to you, me, a little bit to you, whatever. Most people are just fucking, just chunking their fucking nickels over to them. So they don't care. But I did want to get kind of your thoughts on how you put yours together, where you kind of start, and then how you build through that. Oh, I start with the game theory, and that's the hardest. I mean, that's that's really the hardest part. You know, but if you nail the game theory, and I don't know how you built yours on last Thursday, but if you nail the game theory and you build your legs along those lines, now you can't just straight correlate because they won't, they'll either not let you do all straight correlations depending on how many legs you want. But if you throw in one or two, that's maybe counter correlation, uh, just just to you know, yeah. get just to build a little bit, then, then yeah, you can sneak in a bunch of correlation that goes right along your theory, and you can hit these, and they pay out so huge that you know, like you got eleven was eleven to one. Um, yeah. So so yeah, you're pretty much if you don't hit another one the rest of the year, then you're fine. You got paid. Um, but you know, basically, if you hit one or two in a year. You're positive on the bank account, and not to mention they're just they're so much fun. So you know it's a uh, it's one of those. Um, how many legs did you have in yours? I had four on mine. Okay, so like in, in situations like that, you know, like maybe, uh, and I don't know how you built it, but maybe you want to throw like a fifth one just in case all yours are lining up. You've got like a fifth one at like you know you know even lower money, but you know if you're hitting all these legs and everything's popping. You got one more leg that pays like maybe twenty to one, and now you now you pull it all out. You pull it all back. So, um, what were your legs? Just out of curiosity, I had Levis over uh, half an interception. I had Pickett under nineteen and a half completions. He had nineteen. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, I had T.J. Watt at I think it was two over two and a half tackles or three and a half tackles. 
plus assists or sacks, what all of it combined, and mm-hmm. then what well, was my fourth one? It was somebody. Oh, the under rushing. Was it rushing? It was somebody under. Basically, everything was under because so I, expe- I expected it to be a low scoring game. Two, you know, quarterbacks not making a lot happen and yeah. the defense to kind of dominate. I can't. It was under. I can't remember. So, so basically, yeah. So you, you're. I mean, the theory was perfect. Um, the interception at the end sealed the deal. So basically, any other thing under <laughs> that you would have thrown in would have hit, and you probably would have pulled back the eleven to one plus a plus a you know twenty or twenty five to one. Uh, by adding almost any other under because it was just a low-scoring, ugly game. And primetime unders continue to, to cash in, by the way. It was another 3-0 and last week on the primetime unders. Um, 2-0 and so far this week on the primetime unders with, with this one going currently, um, you know, still going. So unders are cash. So if, you're building a, if you're building a game theory, same game parlay game theory in primetime, you better – it's probably wise to build it around the game going under. Yeah, that's what it's looking like so far. Uh, speaking of Levis, I wanted to give him a shout-out in the good section. Look, I think – I don't know, it's two games, but just yeah. looking at him, he looks like he's going to be able, to me, to hit his ceiling as an average NFL quarterback. And that's probably not what Titans fans want to hear. But, man, I think that's positive because at least I don't think he'll be an overall bust. And you can win a lot of fucking games with the 12th to 18th best quarterback in this league, and that's what he was at at Kentucky, man, like I didn't like him coming out because if you're a jag in college, then it's very rare that you can even be a jag in the NFL. So to me, that was his ceiling. But so far, man, I, I think he's proven that he can absolutely hit that ceiling of just being that. Why? Kind of what makes you think? Starter. What makes you say it's a ceiling? Just what makes you say that? Because that's all he showed in college. <clears throat> um. Well. He never, mm-hmm. he never did anything spectacular. He's he's got N- neither did Philip Rivers, but Philip Rivers' ceiling wasn't average quarterback in the NFL. Well, that's that's before I was even paying well, that close. I'm, attention. I'm just saying, like when you go to a smaller school, like Ben Roethlisberger, what he ever do in college? I don't I don't really know. Like I, I mean, have no idea. Right. I mean, he, so he could he, he could have dominated the MAC though. We don't know. He, it's not like he went to Bama or you know USC. So like I don't know that he ever was going to have a high ceiling, much more than what he did. And now he underachieved probably. In college, maybe a little bit. No, not probably. He did very much. I, I guess, but can, the talent can, that he had. I mean, the talent look, all, that he all had. All do is look at the what talent? What talent did he have? Who do you play with? Who do you play with? This in the NFL. Oh, you're the roster guy. That, nobody. <laughs> There's nobody. So I don't know, man. I, I just I, I'm not disagreeing necessarily. He he probably is headed towards average to slightly above average in the NFL. I just I just I don't know that it's. I think it's too early to put a limit on what he can be. He just—he never did any like some guys. You know, guys in college they do plus things if they're going to be plus players, and he just didn't. He never did anything plus ever, like yeah. not ever. So, yeah, that's, well, I mean, yeah, that's it. But again, yep. I think it's a positive thing because he could easily come out as as a big as stiff as he was at Kentucky. He could have come out and just not been able to fucking play. But I, so far, he can play. Yeah, he looks. I mean, that I mean, they that, had a chance to win that game at the end if he doesn't throw that. Which, and I don't blame him for that interception. I mean, fuck, there was like six seconds left. Yeah, that was he had to put it in the end zone. Him. That's desperation. That's not a real interception. No, coming off the first game where he was just throwing goal balls that happened to you know credit to the throws, whatever. But like in this game, he worked. He worked the field from the very beginning. Never showed any against like, the good defense. Yeah, no flinch at all. 
was going at multiple reads. Like, yeah, he looked like a real quarterback. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He'll 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 have his up and downs like all the rest of them. But uh, he's looking good so far for sure. Yep, I like it. All right, uh, college round robin. I had West Virginia minus twelve and a half, Clemson plus three, Army plus eighteen, South Carolina minus fifteen and a half. You fuckers. And UTEP plus nine, four and one again. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Uh, it is always awesome to have more money in your account when you wake up on Sunday than you did when you began the week on Monday and you still have like 30 fucking bets out in the NFL. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you, are definitely, you are definitely the volume better. Um, I like lower bets. But I did have... Um, I wouldn't even say pizza money on that parley. I had more like, um, I don't know, is there soda pop money? Is there like a I had had a few soda pops on that round robin. So yeah, it's it's it was a, it was another good hit. Yeah, the only loser was South Carolina, and Spencer Rattler sucks a big bag of dicks. Boys and girls, do not be fooled. Next year come draft time. I can't believe you bet against Jacksonville State. By the way, I had no idea who South Carolina was even playing, but I just. You know, know, you know what really pisses me off about that pick is that was not even a numbers pick. Mm. That was a pick that I got convinced of by some very convincing people, mm-hmm. and I I shouldn't yep. have done it. But those people, those people. <laughs> mm. Oh fuck you very much. <laughs> and, and what really pisses me off about South Carolina is they'll do that. They'll scuffle and barely beat. And oh, by the way, they could have covered that. If you weren't watching to the very end. I was not watching. Yeah, they had the ball uh, first and goal on like the four with 40 seconds left and could have covered it. But, of course, uh, Shane Beamer, being the gentleman that he is, mm-hmm. takes knees and just wins by the 10 instead of, you know, go ahead and just punch that fucking touchdown there and well, cover. that's the way it should be. So let's. It win. is the way it should be. <laughs> I mean, let's not but complain. why does that never happen uh-huh. when I have – the plus fifteen and the fucking crazy dog. No, they because you they can't ran that shit in so goddamn well, fast. Well, that's only if you're playing Penn State usually. No, no, no. <laughs> like nine out of ten coaches at this point uh, would fucking have put that in the end zone. Yeah. Now, when he didn't, I wasn't even mad. I was like, you, just because exactly what you said. I was like, you know what? It was a shitty pick. I deserve to lose. I'll take the loss. I don't want to fuck anybody else out of their money. But that's because I'm a nice fucking guy. <laughs> well, well those southern gentlemen down there in South Carolina, they would never run up a score. Oh, and then Shane Beamer. That guy, I fucking hate that guy. I, don't, I, when you say Beamer, all I think about is Frank Beamer and his weird Yeah, that's face his thing. daddy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Shane is the douchier. He, Shane's like the... Uh, did he Tony, get the weird face thing too? Or he no? didn't get the weird face, but he also didn't get the coaching ability either. He's like the weird Tony Robbins, very positive version of his dad, except he can't coach football. So that's that was probably a fire incident, and we we just disparaged his um his his dad that probably went through something horrific and got that scar. <laughs> but that's oh that's okay, it's okay. It's it's all we're just doing a podcast, people. It's it's all right. Hey, he won a lot of football games. That yeah, man did. A good coach. Good coach. Great coach. Um, last thing for me in the good college contest: twenty-five and 14, 11. More units up. Your boy Surgeon Longhorn. I've cracked the top fifty. Oh, yeah. I'm back in the black. I'm excited like to it. see where I can end up. Um, just excited to keep a positive momentum rolling. You got anything else on the good side over there? Um. Well, C.J. Stroud. Can we talk about him? Oh my God. 
No, no, no. We'll, we'll get you. Saving that. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that one. All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Moving on to the bad. Well, my worst call of the weekend, easily. New Mexico plus 10. The game closed at 15, so <laughs> all the steam went against this. And they got the ever-loving shit kicked out of them. Let me see what was the final score. Yep, they lost by 1037 points. What the uh, hell what the hell happened? Like did they was a quarterback out or something? Nah. Mm. nah. I, I don't know. They've been playing pretty good at home and they just they got boat raced like I've never seen in my life. That was a, that was another no sweat loss cuz I knew by halftime that shit was fucking over. Betting on 18 and 19 rows sure is fun. It is. Uh, yeah, that was a terrible pick. That never had a fucking chance. Just fucking awful. Uh, the Sounder and the Numbers Geek pick on Carolina. My God, mm. Bryce Young. Not one, but mm. two pick sixes on a team that was catching two and a half. I believe we lost by 14, I think. Oh, did we? the pick, there was nothing wrong with the pick. Like, I'm, I'm not... Like this, this is one I don't even feel bad about. Like Carolina did not lose to Indy, Bryce Young did. So it's uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Minshew was fucking average he was, as he fuck. Wasn't great. Yeah. Average as fuck. Like let I me mean, look. The final score. It, it basically Carolina defense gave up um, what thirteen. Yep. Uh, Carolina's offense scored what thirteen one. No, they scored. One. They scored, and the, the, <laughs> look, the highest scoring unit in that game was the Indy defense, who scored fourteen. So, so the Indy defense won that game. So, yeah, it was, it was, you know, sometimes shit like that happens. Game gets away from you, and you just say, you know what? What we were, Take the we L. were right fucking in it. We were right in. I think they were down ten to six. There was thirty seconds left before the half, and I was like, all right, maybe we get a field goal here. We're down by one. Going to halftime. Cool. And he throws the first of two pick sixes with 20 seconds left in the half. 17-6. I knew then it was over. We were fucked. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, I'm going to ask you this question. But keep in mind, this is a rhetorical question. Is okay. Bryce Young the worst number one overall pick of all time? You said it was rhetorical, so I... Yeah, we already know he is, okay. so... I can't answer, so you said it was rhetorical. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what to do with my hands when you tell me it's a rhetorical question. Oh, um, man, I don't But no, know. I, don't, I don't think he is, but... Um, he could be. I don't oh, know. Oh, he definitely could be, but it's, it's not looking great, and I don't understand what exactly was going on in that game. Just watching them, they didn't look the same. And it was against Indy, whose defense had been just garbage for like a month. So I really don't understand why they couldn't score uh, and, and move the ball. But fuck, man, it's, that's whatever. It's the NFL. It's, that's is. I don't like to overthink shit, shit like that when it goes wrong. You know, like just, just it's it's the NFL. He threw two pick sixes. That was the game. Whatever. Move on. I think what we learned is through two weeks, even with the new offensive coordinator, their offense is still shit. They scored thirteen points versus Houston who is a bad defense, and they yeah. scored 13 points versus Indy, which, like you said, not a good defense, no. and both games at home. So that new offensive coordinator don't mean shit. They still suck big old balls. And the most disappointing thing to me about Bryce Young is even at the end, when they're you know he's driving back and they're letting him run around, they're just letting him go, 
he still can't run away from anybody. He's not <laughs> fast. He is tiny. As yeah. soon as somebody breathes on him, he's going down, if not going down before then. And, like, like at least when Kyler, the circus midget, takes off, he runs by people. He's gone. He's a threat. When If you're betting against Kyler Murray and he takes off, you hold your breath because you're like, oh, fuck. You have no idea what he's about to do. He could go for fucking 80. When Bryce mm-hmm. Young takes off, you're like, is he even going to pick up the first down? No, he's not even going to pick up the first down. He's not even fast enough to pick up eight yards with nobody in front of him. I saw a defensive lineman catch him from behind <laughs> in the fourth quarter when they were down by a million mm-hmm. and nobody was even trying. And the defensive lineman still ran him down. They're in they're, – God, man. And they got so much talent acquisition that they need to do and they're missing their first-round pick. They're they're gonna it's have to all write tied out up into him. They're gonna have to write it out. Like they're they're just they're married to him for the next three or four years. Like there's no you know, oh. much like much like the Chicago situation with Justin Fields. You just gotta ride this out until it gets like later on towards the end of the contract, and then you kind of make a decision on what you what you want to well, do. They got they they might have the uh, first and second pick, right? Chicago. Yeah, because they made a great deal to hedge against this. So yeah, yeah so great job by them because now they can actually draft a new quarterback and 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 you know manage that quarterback situation with Fields uh, a little sooner than they would otherwise have to. But if Carolina doesn't do a move like that, they are they're married to this guy, so they better build some some put some pieces around him and see if he can show anything. You know, but I will give him the slightest pass though when you're throwing to. Thielen and Mingo and Chenault and no tight ends and and yeah, running backs yeah, yeah. So, I, like it's it's not a good situation. Yeah, so. I, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say the dude should be out there fucking slinging it, you know, like Joe Montana or something. But man, he looks so small and he looks slow. And and on top of all that, he's inaccurate. He's late with his re- like all the stuff that he did well in college. I say plus things. Plus in college, he was extremely accurate. Plus in college, he made. Mm-hmm. Quick, decisive reason. I don't mean like Tua where it's like one look and I throw it whether the guy's fucking open or not. I mean one look, not there, next look, bam. I mean mm-hmm. one, two, three reads in Alabama, like bam, 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 bam. Like he could do it quickly, decisively, and accurately. He could throw on the run accurately. He moved well, smooth. I mean, every, like he had so many plus traits. His only real minus, and we talked about it a million times preseason, he was just fucking tiny. But I thought, hey, if fucking Kyler could overcome that, and he's an idiot – Surely, mm-hmm. Bryce Young being a smart kid and a hard worker could fucking do it. I no man, I don't think that he can. I don't just hire or just go draft all Alabama players. I guess just get everybody in house and man, maybe you got a shot. Oh my god! Ugh, what they don't have any draft picks. <laughs> yeah, they so just don't. They fuck. just don't have the first one. But yeah, that got you. Got to hit them. Got you can't say fuck them picks. You got to hit them picks, man. And if you do trade up. To get that quarterback, he better fucking be that dude, uh, man. That's why. That's why it's so scary to do that because you give up all that and you have to hit. You have to hit. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the bad. Well, I did have. So it's not really bad, but or I didn't think it was. But I had the cows in my online super contest. Is this bad? Is this bad? I Look, it, I, turned overall, out bad. <laughs> they should have won, but it. it yeah. But you know what? I thought it was a great game between two really good teams, man. And in the end, Hurts, I guess, isn't quite as hurt as Oh, they... bullshit. Yes, he is. Well, go, he's go still ahead out there running around making plays. Go ahead and finish uh, your take, and then I've got a take on this on this going forward. The only, the only thing that's not good that I'll say about the Cowboys is just 
their offense, <clears throat> really, I mean, it's just their offense. They're not efficient. It's like they can't all run. explosive play. Reliant. They can't run. They cannot run the ball. And Terrence Steele, like, he's been pretty good so far in his career. That was the worst game by a million miles that I've ever seen him play. Oh, he's uh, he getting, was a fucking turnstile. He's been getting he's been terrible all year. Is he year. hurt or something? Because well, he he's, is, com- he's, he's not he's been coming that bad. back. He's coming back from injury, so okay. You know, like he was out all last year, but this is too late in the year for him to be this bad. But yeah, he's been getting beat like a drum all year. He's grading out horrible. Um, but they can't run the ball. And, and you finish your take, but like you can't when you get inside the twenty in the red zone, the good teams can run the ball. That that's it. It gets so tight down in there in the twenties. The, the defenses are so good. You know you have to be able to run the ball to score points consistently inside the red zone, and they can't run it all right now. I cannot believe that they did not make a trade at the deadline to go get like a Derrick Henry or something. Like I mean, ugh, they just it's it's all Dak, and if if you're stuck with all, and Dak, it's all explosives. Like if right. Dak, I mean, and they do they're really good. They're one of the best explosive play rate. Inside the twenties, inside the twenties. Yeah. Well, I mean, just any of their touchdowns—they're all explosive plays. Yeah. All explosive. I mean, they're bombs. Like Dax dropping fucking bombs. Like don't that, get tackled. Don't get tackled yeah, don't inside get, the red don't zone. Don't go down. Don't yeah. you go down. So oh. yeah, but but here's here's my take going forward. Like Philly is whatever they are at the eight and one and uh, seven and one, eight and one, whatever, whatever they are. Eight and, and one. And Dallas is five and three. This is the time to sprinkle on Dallas. And let me tell you why. Because I'm more convinced ever that Jalen Hurts is not finishing this year. He is not. Something is so wrong with that knee, and I get that he's he's hobbling out there and he's still running around and making plays when he has to. This is week nine. This is week nine. He's not finishing this year. long way to go. He is fucking going down, and they've got to buy this week. Whatever's wrong with his knee, a buy is not going to fix it. Okay? Coming out of the buy, they've got – and I don't know the order, but they've got Buffalo, San Francisco, um, I think Cincy, and then Dallas again. Some of the four best teams. Yeah, they, they've got the hardest schedule in the NFL going forward. Yeah, this is when you buy on Dallas, whether it's whether you want to sprinkle on division champs, whether you, whether you want to sprinkle on a uh, you know Super Bowl ticket. Buy on them now because this is the lowest that they're going to get and Philly's as high as they're going to get. They're, they're about to – you know, that Super Bowl hangover – it's been tried and true for years and years and years, and Philly's bucking it so far this year. But we don't hand out trophies halfway through the season. It's a long fucking season. We haven't even hit fucking Thanksgiving yet. He ain't finishing this year. Something's wrong with that knee. He's going to cut one time or get hit one time at some point, and he's going to be fucking done, and then they're stuck with, I don't even know, uh, who is their backup? I don't even know who their backup, but their season's going to be over. Yeah, it doesn't matter who their backup is. Yeah. It's not fucking Jalen Hurts, and – I'm telling you right now, that offense is all him. It's all him. I mean, when they play a team like Dallas that can't, it's terrible against the run. Yeah, that's big time advantage them. So it's, it's definitely a matchup problem for Dallas at this point. And now Dallas not because the way Dallas beat them last year, if you remember, they scored 40 points two different times. Dallas ran it right up their fucking ass both of those fucking games. Well, Dallas can't run the ball, and now Dallas can't stop the run. It's, it's a bad matchup for them. Philly having the game in hand is big. That is a big fucking thing. So yeah, but Dallas, Dallas is going to beat their ass when they come back here. Dallas is beating them when they come back here, well, with I mean, or without her. They obviously can. Uh, they they came within a fucking inch of the go ahead touchdown. They came with Dak's stupid fucking toes for a two point conversion, which means they could have kicked the field goal at the end of the game and fucking tied the game. So yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I don't there was. 
again, the results-based thing, you can't just take that away. Yeah, Philly won. Yeah, Philly covered. It could have easily went the other fucking way. It could have easily went the other fucking way. It just didn't. Shit that, happens. They're two that really Philly good teams. swoon is coming. It, that that Super Bowl hangover. I don't even know if it's going to be a swoon or a hangover. Their schedule is really fucking tough, and it's like you said, it's a long year, man. And you're not just going to continue to beat every good team you play. It, that that's not the way this league works. Keep downplaying that injury to to Hurts, and and I mean, he don't want to talk about it. Everybody's like, ah, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, okay. It's it's gonna be fine until he fucking can't walk and he's going into a into a surgery on Monday morning after a game. Yeah, it's probably not gonna end well. It kind of reminds me of the RG three thing when he was kind of hanging on. Yeah, remember, and he played for a while. He played for you he know played for like two two more weeks and into the playoff game, and then mm-hmm. the playoff game was when it when it finally snapped on him. Uh, yeah, it's happening. Don't do not buy on Philly right now. Do not buy on them. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't do that. Um, in fact, you might, if you got Philly money down already, as far as preseason, especially the division, probably a great time to hedge out of some of that. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, you got anything else on the bad part? No, I don't think so. Okie dokie. Well, we're going to move on to the, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, this week we're going to have a little fun, boys and girls. So, <laughs> Longhorn hit the sounder on Tampa Bay. No, that, again, another one of those games could have went either way. It was not a bad call at all. That's not why we're doing this. We're doing this because Longhorn said Stroud was going to get shut down. No, He okay. said the league had him okay. figured out. Oh, my His God. His whole handicap was built That's around that doing. and nothing else. <laughs> Well, Stroud was so figured out <laughs> I see what we're doing here. that he went out there and he mm-hmm. set the all-time <laughs> passing record for a rookie, 470 yards and five touchdowns. Is this good? Including an incredible game-winning drive. Now, in fairness to Longhorn, they've only been playing NFL football mm-hmm. for about 120 years. So just because Stroud did something better than any player in the history of all <laughs> Earth time – doesn't automatically make this the worst handicap of all time because, you know, sample size. Right. But right. it is definitely up there. And the only reason Longhorn covered is because Houston didn't have a fucking kicker, which terrible beat for anybody oh. who had Houston. Mm. But the bottom line is I'm busting his balls. You never fucking apologize for a win in this business. Longhorn got absolutely dick kicked the week before on the Baltimore game. This is just the football gods paying him back. Equaling it out. So, again, I'm just busting his balls. Yeah, and, and that's fine. But I will take exception to the the kicker thing because Homeboy went out there and kicked a field goal. On There was a fourth and long situation where if they had their normal kicker, they kicked the field goal. But because they couldn't, because it was a little longer than, than you know, he's – he was comfortable. They went for it on fourth and long and scored a fucking touchdown. So yeah, it was just the I two mean, point the two point conversions. Like okay. they had to run all. They of made them, them, but they no, made they only them. Made one. They only made one oh, out of and, out of three. Well, the last one doesn't count. They didn't even try. No, one out of four counting the last. I didn't even count the last one. It was one okay. out of three before then. So yeah, well, they, you give them in, any one of those extra points and it's they cover. Yeah, so Stroud's really good. Bottom line, uh, that, that was. Uh, I'm not trying to like like I said that 
if if the book is out on him for now and they haven't made the adjustment, which he was struggling for a couple weeks before the buy and then struggled again out of the buy. So, you know, it, it was just like, if it's still out, then I'm getting great value. And the fact that he... <laughs> That he went for a record and they and Tampa Bay still covered. Yeah, I apologize for absolutely nothing, and I will take my fucking win and move on. No, you never fucking apologize for a win. I don't give a fuck how you get it, because again, we get kicked in the dick Ugh. all the fucking time. Uh, but here, here's just a funny side note on this. So I do listen to uh, Bill Burr and Paul Verzi's uh, NFL picks. Okay. I generally don't oh, listen God. to them till the. I like to listen to them after the week's over. So, so, I know they Anson, so they don't fuck with your head and stuff? No, I would never take anything uh, they say seriously because they, they don't take themselves seriously. I mean, they're comedians. They're not trying to fucking, you know, oh, yeah, say yeah. they're badasses, whatever. They they know they the picks are what they are. They just do it for entertainment. It's a promotion that they get paid for. So, But I do like to listen to it after. That's why I know instantly who won and who lost. So <laughs> it's, just, it's funnier to me like that. So I was listening to uh, the recap of the week before – it wasn't the rigged, it was their picks, but I'll listen to it afterwards. And Burr had Baltimore also that week. And so I listened <laughs> to last week's today, and uh-huh. he said, and he's like, dude, I never get mad about losses. I take wins like or losses like a fucking champ. He's like, that was something different. He's like, I fucking had to go on a walk <laughs> around my neighborhood for like 30 fucking minutes. He's like, the whole time I was texting you, Paul, I was fucking walking. I was like, dude, motherfucker, and, you know, of course, Varzi's fucking laughing. <laughs> Horrible dick kick, right? Horrible dick kicks. But you got the dick kick, but you got the fucking redemption, you know, on yeah. this of uh, the football. Guess who old Freckles picked this week? <laughs> oh, he picked uh, Houston? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so baby. I can't wait for next week. when they. Ju- I might have to listen early just to get his reaction. That, he got dick kicked two weeks in a row oh, oh my yeah. god that's fucking funny although he's not gonna feel like it's a dick kick when he's down by uh whatever it was four points with like 30 seconds left on your own like 10 yard line oh or yeah for sure. oh my god stroud is fucking throwing goddamn lasers man no Dude, that that throw that he did to the rookie on the le- on the sideline, in between the yeah. corner and the safety. Oh my god! Like a thirty yard, whatever that, whatever kind of route that is. It's like the Manning throw uh, in the yeah. Super Bowl. To it's, uh, it's the fucking flag route. It's supposed to be pretty much impossible to hit that hole because the right. defense has. It's like one of those rules of defense. Like, and what is Tampa? Tam- god, Tampa's so fucking bad on defense. Jesus Christ! Like that's. Thank God, uh, where's my list? Thank God Tampa didn't give me that loss because if they had, they were they were approaching um, New England territory for me in the super con- <laughs> super contest for giving me losses on 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 uh, the contest. But yeah, they they pulled it out exactly how I drew it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Look ahead. You got to see. Look ahead. Uh, some injury news. I've got Danny Nichols is dead. I think. Yeah, um, he died. He probably should just retire. Honestly, take his hundred million and just go home. I don't know. Yeah. Any other major injury news you got? Um, I actually didn't write any down. I'm trying to like go through. Oh, my... quick shout out while you're looking. Quick shout out to Josh Dobbs. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I can't believe I forgot this during the good. I mean, to show up off the fucking plane. And you get there to practice, like, hey, don't worry about fucking playing. We got this kiddo. Just try to learn the playbook. 
you know, let's get your pants size right, get you the right cleats. <laughs> Here's a locker, meet the guys, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you're thrust in the middle of this game where you're getting your ass kicked, by the way, and you just fucking lead a comeback on the road and just fucking go win an NFL game. Like, God damn, what a fucking awesome performance by that dude. Yeah, I'm not a big um, in-game better. I do like maybe a handful the entire year. But when it was 3-3 three to three when um, Hall or whatever that fucking stupid quarterback they had got hurt, he got like a – I don't remember what it was, but it was obvious like Dobbs was throwing on his helmet. I was like, oh, shit, give me this fucking – because I, I did an in-game on Minnesota plus three – uh, at that moment, you oh, know, great hit. maybe if my book wasn't such fucking Jew bastards, I could have done, you know, like a money line on Minnesota, which I would have, but they wouldn't, they didn't offer it. Um, but yeah, Dob- like, just like I said on the podcast, like, you know, this is what Dobbs does. Like, he's just amazing at adapting and he's super fucking smart and he just always knows the right thing to do, protects the ball for the most part. And when it's not there, he just fucking runs and he has got that weird, um, and I'm trying to think of a player that's like that, but just, he's he's athletic, but people can't really figure out how athletic he is because he just always runs past people, and they just they always misjudge the angles on him every time. Oh, it's and like they, Mahomes, dude. Mahomes does that. Same yeah, like shit. Mahomes. Like, you think Mahomes is going down? Like, nah, I'm just gonna veer. He doesn't even. He just kind of veers. He except like except Dobbs way. doesn't go out of bounds though. Like Dobbs is fucking. He's cutting back. Well, he's, Dobbs yeah. Dobbs not worth. Half yeah, he's a billion dollars. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. And, and actually, Mahomes didn't used to either. He used to stay in bounds way too long and take some shots. But yeah, he's like Mahomes. Like, people can't judge his athleticism, and he just fucking goes and goes and goes. But yeah, fucking fantastic performance. That is a, that, that was a, you know, he's not a, you know, there's nothing great about him going forward or anything. But like, that's what you love to see on a Sunday afternoon. A guy coming into a game like that, putting on that type of performance, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, but I mean, at least now, because before, like, I had taken Minnesota completely off my board. Like, I didn't even waste any time handicapping that game. I was like, fuck, they're not an NFL team with this kid at quarterback, so I have to at least see a couple games. Well, now they're an NFL team again. So that's another. Jefferson's coming back, maybe. Yeah, so that at least that puts another team back on the board because, dude, we're losing teams left and fucking right. Like, I mean, Arizona's not an NFL team right now with Tune. Like, there's you can't play them, so. Tune. Um, so, all right, look ahead. You want to? Um, I've only got three bets in so far. Yeah, so. I got to go ahead. I got the lines up. Okay, uh, Houston Texans plus seven. Can't even remember who they're playing. Houston Texans down current to six and a half. They are at your Joe Burrow Bengals. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, I took them at, Oh, they're all key numbers. Uh, everything I took is all the key numbers. So, I, I just grabbed a seven just in case. Sounds like it's going down. That's that's good. Uh, San Fran minus three. San Fran is still painted three across the board. Who are they playing? At my Jaguars. Mm, yeah, I got bad luck going against the Jaguars, but we'll see. We'll see which way that line goes. And the last one is Pittsburgh minus three. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, still painted three across the board. They're hosting the Packers. Oh God! There, it's it's okay. That I don't know how that doesn't go up to four and a half by close, but okay, I, we'll we'll see what that one does. Those are two poverty offenses. My God, they really are. But yeah, that <laughs> that's all I got so far. Nothing, nothing great. I didn't really love the look aheads, but that's I just took some key numbers just in case they go uh, the other way. 
Alright, boys and girls, that was it for the good, the bad, and the are you fucking kidding me? Longhorn, one last piece of business before we get out of here. How about you tell them about that fabulous website one more time? All right, go to that. Well, first of all, episode number what? 165. Mm, doesn't sound very confident over there. Did not sound very confident. Yeah, 165. That sounds good. Um, yeah, go to that website, thefootballgloryhole.com, and check out everything that's going on over there. Free picks, college picks, NFL picks. Combo them up. Do whatever you have to do to get on the money train. We are absolutely on fire. Um, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but <laughs> there's a lot of winnings going over going on over here the last month. Uh, just, just, just on either on the podcast or on the website. Either way, we are just killing it. Um, and speaking of the podcast, subscribe, share with your friends, the football glory hole podcast. And, um, um, am I missing anything? I feel like I'm missing something. Podcast website. What am I missing? Uh, hand jobs, hand job. We mm. take hand jobs, uh, you, from females only. No, no, that's discriminatory. Like you can take hand jobs. We have <laughs> almost all of our clients are male. I have not seen a female client. So, Send all your hand jobs to at Bosivas over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna continue to do my work outside of that. Uh, uh, but yeah, all right, that's it for this. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't even know how to wrap it up. You, you threw me off my game. I don't even know how to wrap this up anymore. Uh, I mean, I think you tell them about not being sexual partners or something like that. Yeah, I think you cover the sexual part. So people, stop throwing away your hard-earned money on the guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend. And join in on the fun of watching football, drinking beer, and never pay a bookie again. Come on. Ah, damn it, people. Never pay a bookie again. Steven Tyler, take us out, baby.